amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Good morning, I'm Bernie Lucas. If you have aging family members, you have probably heard of hospice care. What is it? When is it appropriate? And where can you find it? With us to provide some answers is Tom Kasumpas, President and CEO of Capital Caring Health. Good to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. What is uh, hospice care? Yes. So, so hospice care is a model of care that was designed, as I said, uh, the concept came over from the United Kingdom, and it really is about patient and family-centered care, uh, team-based approach, uh, capitated, which means uh, from a cost perspective, it's covered by Medicare and most all insurances and Medicaid, but it's, a, it's one fee as opposed to multiple fees, includes your, the, the drugs. So it's, it's really a benefit that provides this all-encompassing care, whatever your uh, needs are during that period. And the way the benefit is designed through Medicare, there's a six-month prognosis. And that really reflects the desire to make sure that uh, it's the judgment of a physician uh, that a patient through the normal course of illness may not live beyond six months. But the care is not limited to that. It actually, uh, we call it recertification periods where physicians recertify, but many people, uh, you know, don't die on time, uh, which yeah, is a phrase right. that people often use. Uh-huh. And the design, the benefit is designed to make sure that we are there for you yeah. uh, during whatever period it is as, as your terminal. So it's it's possible that someone uh, involved with hospice care, if if things turn around yes. better for them, then they they yes. would be back to not being involved in it. Right. And that's where we can provide our primary care at home services because that's really regardless of uh, your uh, condition. Right. But in, in hospice, what we find is that uh, when we do provide the support and care, we often will see patients get uh, better. Their rally, uh, you know, their, their terminality won't change. But the fact is with the kind of care we provide, uh, including uh, addressing issues of social isolation, that people actually rally if they're pain-free and their symptoms are managed, they'll actually live longer. Uh, and we see that on a regular basis. Is there a typical length that someone is a, a hospice patient? No, our, our average length of stay, frankly, is quite short. Uh, one of the things that we hear most of the time is we wish we had known about you sooner. We wish we'd heard about this sooner. Yeah. Uh, and we are working hard with other community-based not-for-profit programs uh, in the nation to make sure that we uh, get the word out and that people understand what we do. But we're also all focused on developing this continuum of providing care earlier before people are actually terminal through our primary care at home so that we can have a relationship with patients and families before the crisis point uh, where it's really at the end of life. And we yeah. think that will provide a longer period of continuous care. Yeah. Even my, my personal situation with my dad, it's yes. like that we, I just discovered hospice care during his last year, actually yeah. during his last few months. Yes. But um, we didn't, my sister, and this is all going on in New Orleans and I'm right. here and yes, my, sure. my sister's right. really bearing the brunt of everything in yes. New Orleans. But 
she um, our, our exposure to it, our direct contact with who we dealt with there was probably three days. Yes. You know, and, and it's exactly what you said. We wish we had knew, known about it earlier. Yeah. It might have, I don't know what would have been different uh, other than it, it might have been a better quality of life for my dad. It, it, exactly. Know. Yes. And, and, and that's really the biggest challenge we have. Yeah. Uh, because that's a common theme and a common phrase. If we can get it uh, with your, with a patient earlier, uh, you know, we can uh, manage the symptoms, really address the pain issues, and the quality of life becomes quite different for that period. And that's our goal. I yeah. mean, that's really the, the key to making this successful for right. patients and families. And, and hospice care is just one piece of what you do. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, we, we provide what we call advanced illness services through our primary care at home. Uh, but we are really experts and focus on all of the issues facing people with advanced illness who ultimately will become terminal. And that's really a specialty that, you know, requires a special uh, care model that requires, uh, in my view, very special people uh, to provide that kind of support. How long has uh, Capital Caring Health been around? So we're now uh, just over 40 years. Uh, Capital Caring uh, was originally called Capital Caring Hospice. It was the one of the first uh, hospice programs in the nation and um, began uh, here in the Northern Virginia area, originally called the Hospice of Northern Virginia, uh, evolved into Capital Caring Hospice, and now we're Capital Caring Health. Yeah, uh, We go uh, as far south as Richmond, uh, as far west as Winchester, uh, and then we're in Washington and then Prince George's County and Montgomery County in Maryland. Uh, we are uh, one of the largest not-for-profit community-based uh, hospice and palliative care, advanced illness care organizations in the nation. Uh, we've been uh, here, as I said, over 40 years. Uh, we have uh, most of our patients and families uh, we care for are in their home, although we also have inpatient units for people that need uh, particularly focused care, uh, intense care in inpatient unit settings. In addition, we have and work with hospitals throughout the Washington area as well and have um, support services in uh, what we call uh, beds in hospitals that are available for patients that are transitioning to our care, uh, ultimately from the hospital to home. We're talking with Tom Kasumpkis, president and CEO of Capital Caring Health. Um, tell us a little bit about your background, Tom. I'm from uh, this area, although I was a Hoosier by birth. So I'm a, a guy from Indiana that moved here when I was very young. Uh, grew up here, uh, went to Georgetown University, worked on Capitol Hill, where I, in the Senate, where I got very interested in healthcare issues uh, and really was uh, interested in learning about health policy and how we could reshape uh, our healthcare system going forward. And uh, there is where I got very interested through um, actually a personal experience. The uh, senator I worked for, uh, Senator Birch by from Indiana at the time, his wife uh, was a very young, wonderful uh, woman who had metastasized breast cancer. Uh, she died at a very early age, uh, uh, and uh, we were very close personally, and I really became very interested in how we care for people with terminal illness and what we uh, need to do and how we could do a better job at making sure that we care for uh, them in the way that I believe is, is important, but also for their families. Simultaneous to that, uh, we were the country, uh, the Department of Health and Human Services was looking at what was a new model of care that had just come over from the United Kingdom called hospice. 
and it was a new concept for people in the United States. Uh, and uh, HICFA at the time, the Healthcare Financing Administration, which is now CMS, uh, developed a number of pilot sites throughout the nation. Uh, at those pilot sites, they were testing this new idea and this new model of care that was quite unique to the United States. Uh, Hospice of Northern Virginia, which is now Capital Caring Health, was one of the original pilot sites uh, and began that process uh, in, 19, uh, in early 1980s. It ultimately became part of Medicare in 1982, but the testing began in 79 through the uh, early 80s. Yeah. It was an exciting, uh, exciting time to look at a different way to care for people. Yeah, that's a. It, it still feels like a relatively new thing. Yes. Well, it's interesting uh, because, well, it's been around now for 40-some years. Uh, the concept is one that we as a nation are really focused on. And suddenly, what seems like for me and for my colleagues that have been in this area for so long, uh, this new idea that now people are waking up to, which is, okay, what's the most important thing in care delivery? Well, the patient and family. One of our uh, core values at Capital Caring Health is what's uh, the most important focus is the patient and the family. How do we care for them? How do we help them and support them? But we do it through the use of an integrated team, an interdisciplinary team. So it's not just a physician or a nurse or one individual. It's a group of individuals that can look at you, look at the patient, look at the family, and say, what are the needs of this patient and family? How do we support them both, uh, both from a clinical perspective, but a social perspective, uh, psycho- psychosocial support? So our team, you know, a doctor, a nurse, nurse practitioner, social worker, clergy, psychosocial, spiritual support, uh, CNA support as well, for, uh, which is one of the most important components of it. So all of these team members come together and actually provide uh, discussion on a regular basis through what we call an interdisciplinary team. And that is how they talk about each patient, their needs, and we make sure that we meet those needs. Right. But it's funny right now, as the nation looks at re- sort of revamping our healthcare system, uh, everybody's sort of awakened to the fact that we need to look at it from a more holistic approach, uh, more team approach. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been doing it, now others are kind of catching up. Well, we have a few minutes to go. What else, or is there anything else that you would like to add or repeat or emphasize? Well, we certainly, uh, I'd love for folks to visit our website and understand a little bit more about our services. So we we are now Capital Caring Health. And as part of Capital Caring Health, we have a number of different uh, areas of focus that we can support people to age in place. And that's really our goal. How do we help you age in place? How do we support you to stay in your home and get all the services needed to to make that happen, to keep you there. So in addition to our capital caring hospice services, we have capital caring primary care at home. And so we've just introduced this, and it's a whole new focus and concept where we have a primary care team, uh, and we just uh, are fortunate enough to have a new leader, Dr. Eric DeYoung, who uh, is a a pioneer in home care medicine, uh, primary care at home. He's leading our efforts to put teams together to provide people that support. So before you're ever in need of terminal care, we can actually come into your home and provide primary care just as you would get if you went out to uh, your uh, primary care physician. And that, again, is team-based. So it's the doctor, the nurse, et cetera. Uh, We look at the social determinant issues. 
uh, what are your needs there and how can we help? So the primary care team does that. Then we have our stay-at-home services. And stay-at-home complements that primary care. Stay-at-home is, you know, in addition, uh, you know, some of the things that are most stressful to people who, who age and want to be at home is how do they, how do they care for their pet? Uh, how do they make sure they have bars that they don't fall when they're walking? Uh, how do we make sure that they have uh, enough food and things like that? So our stay-at-home services provides that kind of support. And what is that website? Capitalcaring.org is obviously a very uh, easy, accessible website. We also have our 24-hour care line, which is 800-869-2136. On our website, it's in three languages. We have English, uh, Korean, and Spanish. Uh, So, uh, and uh, the care line is listed there as well, 24-7. Tom Kasumpas, president and CEO of Capital Caring Health. Great to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. And thanks for all the information. I'm pleased that, you know, uh, we are so passionate about caring for folks in our community. So the opportunity to talk with you and to be able to uh, put the word out is really uh, important. And we appreciate the opportunity. Great. Well, thank Thank you. you. Glad to do it. And uh, give us the website one more time. CapitalCaring.org. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. 